Good evening, all of you lovely people out there in internet land, and welcome back to Thoughts and Traffic. I'm your host, Tony Spears, and this week, we're kind of, <laughs> my whole plan for this episode got completely derailed because I, I was busy yesterday when I should have been recording, and I was trying to take care of a bunch of stuff, and then today, my kid's car decided to throw codes at me and is in pretty rough shape if i'm being honest so that's great um definitely what you want to hear on a sunday before you got to go to work so i went over to my buddy's house he ran a code reader on it it's it's misfiring in like four of the six cylinders granted it's an older car right it's a 2012 cadillac it's got miles on it like, it's a high school kid's car, right? Like, I made sure it was safe when I bought it. Made sure it was all good to go. Got it cleaned up. Made sure it was running good. And it's been fine up until now. Now, we're looking at best case scenario. Like, plugs and wires, right? Get it tuned up. It's good to go. Worst case scenario. Timing chain. And at that point, I think I might just kick the damn thing to the curb. I don't know. I'm, I'm really debating because <laughs> it's like, it's not worth it. Right. If I pay, if I pay a third of what I paid for, for the car to fix it, like that's a, that's just a money pit. Right. So there's that going on, which is great. Um, I used to be so much handier with things like that. Like, you know, a little more mechanically inclined. I'm not a, you know, I'm not a whiz kid with the stuff by any stretch of the imagination, but at the same time, like, I definitely, you know, know my way around a car. But, like, looking at this thing, I'm just like, I don't want to deal with it. I, I just don't. I, like, you hit a certain age where you're like, I could. Yeah, I could. If I had the time and the tools and the, you know, the parts that I needed, yeah, I could do it. Do I want to do it? No. And also, like, I can't, well, let me rephrase that. I could do like the plugs and the coil pack and the whole nine yards there. I can't do the timing chain. Obviously I don't have the tools for that or a lift for that matter. You know, there's a lot of resources necessary for that. And that's the killer thing about it, you know, is like at some point you just kind of look at it and you're like, well, like what is the, like what is the cost that I'm willing to put into this thing that is just meant to be an absolute loner, an absolute beater. So at this point now, I'm just looking at if we can get it running again, we get it running again. And if we can't, then we learn the hard lesson of sometimes, sometimes it just ends up trashed. <laughs> oh man. It's funny though. Cause I think about like my first car, right? Like my first car, I paid four grand for that car. It was a 1997 Chevy Cavalier. It was the Z24, had a slick paint job on it. It was it was a nice high school car, right? But it had a bad timing chain, which seems to be my luck with older Chevys for some reason, or older GM anyway. But I remember getting that car, and my uncle, of course, he knew a guy with uh, that owned a shop, and he ended up getting us a pretty good deal and getting the timing chain fixed and everything like that. And so it ran, it ran great. I drove the thing all through high school and it was awesome. And then, you know, time 
catches up. That thing started to hit like 180,000 miles because I was driving it all the time. Then after I left with the army, my mom was driving it and she just, she flat out told me, she was like, yeah, that thing, that thing needed to be put down. But it's just funny because I remember being able to do a lot of my own work on that thing. Like I replaced the alternator belt myself, did my freaking oil and stuff like that on that thing. But of course, that's at a point in your life when you just, you have time, right? It's a Saturday and you're like, I'm going to go fix my car and you just have nothing else going on. Not so much these days. These days I am a bit busier than uh, what I was back then with, you know, my schedule, kids' schedules, girlfriend schedules, friends' schedules, and everything trying to like coalesce on you know, put on top of that work. And then, you know, I'm sitting here in a very weird transitional period of my life where I have to like get myself ready to like re-enter the real world. That's how I like to refer to it. It's, I don't know. It, like I said, it's just one of those things where it's like, no man, I'll just, I'll pay someone to let me know if this thing is shot or not. And if it is, then it is. And that sucks. I'll have to get my kid another car. Cause that's the thing is like, you don't realize how much of an asset, even if it is an old beater, how much of an asset it is to have that when your kid does have their own, you know, have their own calendar. They have stuff going on. There's sports, there's friends, there's just school, there's, you know, just getting around, not having to, you know, be the taxi driver once your kid hits a certain age is pretty nice. And unfortunately, because of where I live, public transit is not really an option. Can't exactly tell her to take the bus. I mean, I could, but it would take her four hours to get anywhere. Not that, you know, with traffic and everything else in this town, not that it's much better, but still it's, you know, I'm not going to subject her to the Montgomery County public transit system. It's, it's stuff like that that makes me really, like, yearn to live in a place with good public transit. And I know that it's like, you know, in the States your options are few and far between. Like you could live in New York city where public transit can basically get you anywhere you want to go. And if, if you don't want to do that, there's Uber, there's taxis, there's other means, you know what I mean? But only a car in a major city like that's not really necessary. And then on the inverse of that, you have like Los Angeles where like everybody owns a car cause nobody wants to ride the bus, but the bus is really the only way you get around if you don't own a car. Can't exactly tell her to get on a bike. I wouldn't ride a bike around in this town, not for like actual transportation. And then, you know, it's like, you know, cities like Nashville and stuff like that. Nashville has pretty good public transportation to a degree, but it's not, you know, it's not like countries I've seen in Europe where you can literally get anywhere you want by train and then just walking from the station. Like, it's just, it's irritating how essential we have made personally owned vehicles in America, especially when you're at a point where like, I just need my kid to be able to get to like specific places. You know what I mean? Like she's not out running around cruising on a Saturday. Like the most that she drives is like to her friend's house and they all live in town anyway, but it's nice for her to be able to like get herself to school. Like now tomorrow I got to go drop her, drop her off at school again. And that's a whole other freaking bag of hammers I gotta smash against my head because like the way that they set things up in this town as far as like oh I'm going to uh, make a school that is like smack in the middle of this subdivision 
and there's one way in and one way out and everybody and their brothers dropping their kid off at the same time or picking their kid up at the same time like it turns into like an hour long ordeal to pick your kid up from school and it's it's irritating it's incredibly irritating so i mean it just it is what it is it sucks but it is what it is um in other news you know uh things have been cruising around here a lot of uh different things going on with blind knowledge and with the show and just with everything else going on it's it's been kind of crazy the episode last week i felt like such an idiot because i i rendered it out and i had it going and i got the audio up on uh you know to go out different platforms and then when i went to go push it uh video wise it wasn't uploading i didn't know why and then i checked it in the morning and it's like hey uh we can't do there's no video here and then i went back and the video was just shot i don't know what happened if something happened in the rendering process or if it was just not like something i did on my end i don't know <coughs> excuse me but um yeah so that sucked not great but i mean it is what it is you can't really do much about it right so, you know, just a lot of changes happening and it's, it's, it's overwhelming to say the least. Um, it's not great. It's not, I mean, they are good changes, but it's like everything all the time, all at once. And it's just, it, like I said, it's very overwhelming. And some days I just don't want to adult. Some days I just want to. Like this morning, this morning, I just like late, I was in bed and it was like 8.30 and I'm like, I need to get up. I just don't want to get up. I want to just kind of like lay in bed and like watch a couple of YouTube videos and just chill out. But the stuff got to get done and you know, can't ignore it. So you get up and you just get the day going and you just keep pressing on. That's all you can do. But that's not to say that it's all doom and gloom. Like I said, a lot of changes happening with blind knowledge and with the platform and talked to a lot of different creators uh, last night and talked to some other people about like, you know, some collaborations and working on other things. And I think it's going to be good. I think it's going to like actually pan out to be something like creatively, not just challenging, but also like creatively appealing and fun to do. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. Looking forward to finally being able to like work with a group that actually wants to like make the donuts as it were. So that's gonna be fun. I am looking forward to that. And then just kind of getting things uh, rolling in other spots. My YouTube channel and my Twitch have been dead for a while and I was honestly kind of like on a I was at first I was on a hiatus because of work and school and now that I'm not currently in school and I'm kind of just figuring things out as far as my transition out of the military and everything like I need to kind of get back on that schedule but I also needed to work for other people in my bubble as it were um as understanding as my girlfriend is of my hobbies and everything i'm pretty sure she would not be okay with me streaming for six hours a night 
not that I think I could I could do six hours in a shot right now. I'm probably gonna look at like maybe like two hour chunks. You know, just try and be consistent. And hopefully, you know, hopefully that works. Hopefully that actually gets rolling and you know and gets to be fun again. There's a lot of games that I would like to I would like to stream and and you know kind of dive deeper into. There's a couple of projects I've had my uh my eye on when it comes to doing some like longer form uh like analytical stuff. And I can't say for sure how that's gonna pan out, but I know that you know the ideas that I have they're achievable, <laughs> they're doable. <laughs> And I don't really have a reason not to do it. So I'm going to go and give it a shot and just see what happens. Oof. Tinnitus. That's terrible. My right ear does this nice little ringing thing. Oh, man. Me and the VA. We going to talk. It's going to be... It's going to be grandioso. But besides from that, what's been going on? uh here locally so um not much in the way of happenings as far as like developments in town um luckily it's been raining all weekend and that seems to keep the crazy down which is nice you know uh gotta be thankful for the small things when it comes to that because sometimes you look at uh you know you look at how you're environment is changed and being shaped and then suddenly you're like wow i haven't heard anything insane going on all day what is happening and you realize well it's raining cats and dogs no one wants to be out <laughs> doing dumb shit so that's been nice um the other thing that has been on my mind that i want to address is like i kind of realize that in this transitional period, like at this point in my life, like there's a lot of un, <laughs> frankly, unhealthy ways that I have been coping with things. Um, and I need to change that. So I'm going to be taking some steps to try and like put a little more energy into things that would be constructive and not destructive. So that's going to be interesting. And it'll also be, it'll be good. Like it'll be good in the long run. Just with everything going on, the last thing I need to be is like not all in one place mentally. You know what I mean? Um, but that'll be good. And I think it's going to bring, it's going to bring me a lot of joy to actually like take the time and the resources that I would put into, you know, just kind of making the static a little less staticky and turning my brain off and putting it more into creative endeavors. Like, like this is going to sound stupid and you can listen, you can call in to the show and leave me a voicemail telling me that I am an absolute fool. But the truth of the matter is I really, really, really want to try my hand at ASMR. I know it sounds really dumb and cliche. It's like, God dang it. Another dude with a beard on YouTube whispering into a microphone. But like, I, I don't know why, but it just seems like it would be fun to do. 
you know, like not that the other stuff that I do isn't fun, but like I've never, it's something that I have observed, you know, at, you know, as a consumer for a long time. And every time I watch, you know, certain people on YouTube and listen to their stuff, I'm just like, I could probably do this. Like not saying I could do it better than them or do what they do, you know, like to the T, but I could probably try my hand at it. And I think it would actually be, you know, I think it would be pretty good, honestly, but I, I, I could be a hundred percent off base. I could be completely, you know, completely overestimating my ability to, uh, you know, have a, have a, an impact of any type in that landscape. But the crazy thing to me though, is like, there are so many creators in that space that don't like, they don't get like a, a bajillion numbers or whatever, but also ASMR is one of those things where like everybody has a flavor that they like. And because of that, it's so easy for you to find someone that kind of that resonates with you when you're, you know, like when I tell people that I'm into ASMR and that I like, I use it to sleep and everything. The thing that I tell them is like, look, and of course everyone defaults to like, oh, you mean like the, you know, like the videos of like people eating and it's like really loud. And it's like, yeah, like that's, that's one flavor. That's not for me. That's not, I'm not into like mukbang videos and stuff like that, but like, it's nice because like you go on YouTube and there really is just this like, like menu of options and selections that you can go through that like there is, there is a, a content creator out there that probably does what you need to go to sleep, whether it's a, like a dude just like reading or a, you know, uh, a lady like doing a, like a, you know, a doctor role play of some kind or someone not even talking just like, you know, with a pair of gloves on and they're just opening and closing their hands. So it's like making that, that crinkling sound like, like that works for someone and you can find all that stuff on there. And so it's always, it's always fascinating to me when I go on to places like YouTube or even Twitch, it's huge, like ASMR is huge on Twitch huge on Twitch. Like it blows my mind when you'll see like, you know, there's, there's 12,000 people in this chat right now, just listening to this, you know, listen to this very attractive and usually scantily clad lady. Just talk real soft into a microphone like this. And it's, I don't know. It's, it's, it is interesting to me, but like I said, I also want to jump back into into streaming and just having like a good like interaction with people about you know about games or about what i'm doing i don't think i'm gonna always stream games try different stuff but like really get that audience interaction and the audience participation going and you know have a dialogue i like i like having that those kinds of interactions on platforms like twitch and then also kind of put, you know, kind of put thought to paper and maybe do some longer form stuff. I really got, um, I really got inspired by a guy on YouTube called Bricky. 
he does a lot of like Warhammer 40k stuff, but his uh his like video essays about like specific games and stuff like that, I find fascinating. Like it's the way that he delivers and like the edits that he does, and he's he's pretty funny. And the way that like his thoughts on different things is is really interesting to me. So yeah, all that to say, probably gonna try and, and go that route. Maybe, maybe get some of those thoughts out there to the world, as it were. Especially with you know everything going on, just not just in games, but in the world. You know, it's definitely one of those things where I, you know, I, I could sit here for two hours and, you know, break down my thoughts on it, on um, what I think is you know, cool or not cool about subject A, B, or C. But I don't think that, I don't think this format lends itself well to trying to like dive deep into a discussion or it like into a like presentation of facts. You know what I mean? Like no one must listen to a podcast because they're like, oh, I would love to listen to this guy lecture. Granted, some people do like, if you've never listened to hardcore history, it's like one, it's one of the most popular uh, podcasts out there still. And two, like Dan Carlin just breaks it down. Like he is lecturing to a, a hall of students. I mean, granted he has a really good presentation and the way that he, the, the method of his delivery is what makes it unique. But yeah, I, I don't think that's for me just because the level of production that I can do in this medium isn't quite what I want to do. That's a, that's a hard one to explain, but like, I feel like I could do more if I had time, if I had the time to like, okay, I'm going to sit down, I'm going to record, I'm going to do, you know, multiple takes, do whatever, and then sit down and actually chop it up and put it, into a format that is not just digestible, but also visually appealing, right? So that's what I'm, that's what I'm going to try and go for. And the funny thing is, that's what I've been doing a lot now in my job is doing those kinds of things where I'm taking, you know, multiple interviews from people and, you know, trying to distill them down to their best bits. And granted we're, you know, we're targeting a lot of social media. So it's, you know, you're trying to get, you know, your bite-sized chunks, you're trying to get your, 30 to 40 second clips and everything, but it's been interesting and a challenge to try and like take a 12 minute interview and distill it down to its best 30 seconds, you know, cause not only is it a matter of in the moment when you're doing the interview and you're actually doing the process, are you trying to like get the best shot, you know, put the person that you're interviewing at ease and let them, you know, let them feel comfortable in what they're doing. But it's also a matter of like after the fact, once you sit down and you watch it and you watch it and you watch it and you start, you start making your marks and you start looking at the parts you like, the parts you don't. And then at some point you're like, okay, cool. I think I can, you know, chop out these bits here. Okay, cool. Now we're down to, you know, five minutes. Okay. Chop out these bits here. Okay. Now we're down to like three minutes and then, you know, like, chop these bits down here and then pretty soon you have like a minute and some change and you're like okay i have to squeeze all of the juice from this orange in order to make the best 
30 seconds I can. It's a, it's a fun exercise. It's a fun exercise when you have that intent, like you know what you're trying to achieve with the message. And sometimes you only really figure that out after you've started the project and after you start to break it down. And I think that applies to a lot of different things. Like it applies to a lot of different types of like production work, whether you're doing a podcast and you're interviewing someone, you're uh, doing a video for YouTube, or you're trying to like do a sketch for something like, you know, TikTok or <laughs> reels. If anybody uses reels, but like, that's a fun exercise to try and be like, okay, cool. I have this format, this medium that I'm going to go through. How am I best going to create that, that message that, you know, <laughs> that visual, uh, goulash as it were, to deliver the message on this medium in the format of my choosing. So that's, yeah, that's been fun. And I look forward to doing more of it. I don't know if I'm going to be doing it professionally. Um, that will probably just mostly be a hobby for a while, but I'm hoping I can, you know, stack my resume and maybe one day work in the big leagues. <clears throat> that would be fun. Like, as dumb and cliche as it sounds and like probably kind of outdated, but like I would like to work in TV to try and like achieve that thing. You know what I mean? But I don't know. That's a good ways off for now. I still have to worry about fixing my daughter's car. <laughs> but um, yeah, so that's everything going on uh, with the show right now and with everything um, as it were here on thoughts with traffic. I know it's kind of weird and this <clears throat> this episode is going to be shorter and I apologize for that. But like I said, my, my whole weekend just kind of got thrown into disarray and the plan that I had sort of went to shit. Pardon the term. That's basically what it was. And uh, yeah, I had to get it figured out and I still wanted to record and be here with you lovely people. So I made sure to sit down behind the mic and Again, just kind of go over my thoughts. Yeah, that's kind of the point of the show. So I do want to thank everyone out there for listening. You are all incredibly awesome. Um, you can drop us a line and we will listen to your uh, voicemail live on this show. Well, not live, but on this show. Um, you said to head over to SpeakPipe. The link will be in the show description. Whether you're listening to the podcast, uh, you know, through a podcatcher or you're watching this on YouTube, link will be there. Just follow the link and you can leave a voicemail and then I will receive it and I will play it and we'll answer your questions or just, you know, have a, have a, like a taking turn talk, a turn, turn tape. Talk turns, talk turn, like, you know, like pin pals or like, uh, like, you know, chess by mail. <laughs> we'll do it like that. Oh man. No one. That's how I know I'm old. No one remembers chess by mail. I only did it once and I got beaten like four weeks. Bad. <laughs> I was very young, but anyway, so yep. Thank you for listening and watching. You have yourselves an amazing week. Um, take care of yourselves. Bye-bye.